Okay, a few brave souls came back, huh? <laughs> okay, anything from men since? Anything arising? I asked you a question. Yeah. Osho? Osho. And this non body identification and the fact that they open themselves to experiencing, you know, if anyone approaches them for uh, sexual interaction, there's no time. Within the community, yeah. In yes. order to break yeah. the connection with the body. Yeah. So, in exercising that preference, say, for example, somebody approached you for a sexual interaction with an absolutely male pull or attraction, my question is how far do you go in exercising non preference? Mm. If there's a preference for a practice of non-preferencing, now there's a preference. Okay. Do you see? Yeah. Sorry, Jack, would you say that again? Yeah. If there's a preference for my spiritual practice, practice is not practicing preference. If there's a preference for that, it's a preference. Yes, I yeah. Do you see? Yeah. So... So at that point, it's gotten intellectual. Yeah. So the thing is that, that there is a flow and something arise up will say, this is desire, or no, this is just happening. There's nothing, no like or dislike going on here. It's just what's happening. Arriving at that place of not being the slave of the like or dislike. But you can actually go ahead and do it and try night. Yes. If it's, if, it's, if it's led by desire, you'll suffer. Uh, invariably you do. If you do something that's led by desire, sooner or later it will turn into an obsession, or you want yeah, more, yeah. or well, you're a slave of it. Hmm? Yeah. So, so I, I have to advocate getting, you know, getting to really see how your own brain works, to see the tricks that your own mind will play on you. You've got to cut your own subtleties, you know? So then, if you get past that state of desire, you the, the the suffering will go away, or you'll give all that up as well. The, yeah, the suffering is part of the package of desire because I desire to be happy. Okay. So therefore, I am suffering. Right. If there are no desires, and in the natural state, like in that dead deep sleep, there's no desires running. Right. There's no suffering running. If there's no I, there's no suffering. Can I ask a real concrete example yeah. of how to deal with it? That's where I am in life right now, is getting, stepping away from, I like this, I don't like that, I want this, I, want, I don't want okay. that, just to observe. Yes. To just observe my thoughts passing through and observe my emotions passing through. Perfect. Um, I don't really like my job right now. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I have to spend more time there than I care to. Yeah. Um, What's a, a, a trick or some sort of advice or anything that you can give me to help me negotiate that and to get past that, I don't like my job thing, and okay. just get where I can observe that? Okay, okay. Two things to say. One is stay in your job until it's actually destructive for you to stay there. Okay. 
Okay? So only when you know this is actually destructive. Yeah, in, you know? Yeah. yeah, if it's not destructive, then stay there. Okay, you have something to learn. Until it hits the destruction point, you have something to learn. I get all that. So every time you're running the point, the running the thought, I hate this place. I don't want to go there. I wish I was at home. That, they're the thoughts to go after. Okay. They're the preferences. Okay. It's, it's not the work. It's what you think about the work. You see? It's not your partner. It's your thoughts about your partner. You know? It's not the weather. It's your thoughts about the weather. Life isn't a problem. It's your thoughts about it. That's what we're after. And we, we, we're just trained to think it's the product. It's the object. It's the thing that has the capacity to make us happy or sad. No! It's how you think about it. It's the thought. Yeah, yeah. Your work isn't the problem. It's the fact that you've exercised the preference, I don't like it. That's the cause of suffering. Nothing can make you suffer except your own belief. Your own thoughts are the cause of suffering. Nothing on the outside can make you suffer. So when I feel that coming up, that, ooh, I don't like being here, do I just step back and say, that's a thought? That's right. That's just a preference. Let it go. Let it go. I'm not sticking to it. Because if you hang around with it, and I'm going to go home, and will I leave this job, and off we go. Big story. As if something outside is going to... It's not. When, if you left the job, there'd be something else that would, that oh, would always. set up that wiring. Yeah, you've seen the pattern. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very good. Very good. Okay, so then you're in a good position to work because you've got a fine, sticky one. You have to spend a lot of time there and you don't like it. Great. It's wonderful how these scenarios are presented, you know? So it's your, it's your thinking about it. So go into the position of I don't mind. You know? It's like, I have another three hours in this God-forsaken place. That's a preference. I don't mind. I don't mind. It's a good halfway house. Do you know? Because the truth is, I have no thoughts at all about being there or not. Right. But I don't mind is kind of an easier one so that you get used to pulling attention from I don't like it. Yeah. You with me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good example. Yeah. It's never the thing. It's the thought. You know? A brand new car will like, oh, I'd feel great in that. It's the idea of that brand new car because somebody else would hate that particular car. It couldn't be in the car. How could the, prod the capacity to make you happy be in the car? Somebody else would hate that car. You see? It's how you think about it. It's all in here. What about physical pain? Yes. Yes. I mean, what... I mean, it's all good and well to think, oh, it's the thought and everything, okay. but when you, like, really do hurt, and yes. you can't help but think, I'm hurt, yes. I feel it. Yes. So how do you... Yes. Weave your way through that one. Yeah. See that the body is in pain. The body is in pain. And mind will say, bloody hell, I feel it. I'm the one feeling it. And saying, hold on, no, that's fine. The body has a capacity to tell the brain that it's hurting because it needs care. Go into the space of so what? Say, okay, pain happens. Physical illness happens. I get hurt, I break a leg. It happens. Body's in pain and it's going to heal, heal itself. That's doable. But the, I don't like being in pain. I don't like because I can't walk. I don't. Now that's where you'll suffer. More than the physical pain, that's where the real suffering is. Because when your body gets better, that can still be there. Yeah, well, what, what if it's a turmoil? You know your... Your body's going to go? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you're, and you're, it's pain. Yes. I mean, how do you work through that? Yes. Many don't. 
many don't. And, and the experience of the pain is so big that they can't have objectivity that my body is in pain. Sometimes an experience is so big it's going to swallow you. You know, if something is really traumatic, there is no way you can step back from it and see that it's just a thought passing. Sometimes that happens. It's just too big. It's just too big and you have to just get lost in it. And time passes and you come out. That's when time heals. Sometimes it's just time. But, you know, we generally don't get more than one or two of those hits in our lifetime, you know, of that size where you have no objectivity. So with a terminal illness, it depends on if it's one of those all-consuming where the person cannot, they just didn't have the maturity of mind yet to be able to observe whatever it is going on. But if the identification, I am my body, if that belief is really strong, oh yeah, they're going to totally be emotionally involved in the sickness. If they're not emotionally involved in the sickness, it's because they have objectivity and the body is dying. Okay, can we go beyond this? Yes. Because, because this fast it always has, and it's kind of always, it was like, I always consider this to be one of the most spiritual questions you can ask. Okay. The time I was this high, is what happens to me when I die. Okay. So I worked through this. I mean, I understand this is a form, you know, but let's face it, most of us have some attachment to yes. it, right? Yes. Yes. So, so I'm giving this up, and... I've struggled with, so what happens then? You know, I've yes. given it up. Yes. It's a form. Yes. I, and I accept that, that it is a form and it's a shell. Yes. A yes, it is a shell. And um, so what happens then? And is there just nothing? I mean, is it just like this is just a biological piece of property and when it dies, just like anything else, it just dies? Because I think humans have a tendency to think that we're extra special. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That thought runs, yeah. You know, Another empty thought, well, yeah. really, when you think about it, we're just ah, organism-like. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like any else. snail, like and anything. Is yeah. that just it? So, that's right, that's right. Or, you know, and do we have this, um, this, this tendency to make up, like, religions and God and whatever else just to make us feel better about that yes. there is something else out there. Yes. You know, because it makes me feel better. Yes. About being here and that this might yes. just be it. Yes. And am I okay with that? And really, do I have a choice? Yes. <laughs> <Anyway>. yes. <laughs> you yes. know? So, I mean, I, I like think a lot of those thoughts and have not ever really come to any conclusion because I'm always just kind of questioning. Sure. And, but it fascinates me. And so I just kind of want to hear maybe kind of what some of your thoughts are about about leaving the form and, yeah. and the experience of yeah. that and what if there is anything else. Yes. I mean, is it? Yes. What happens? Yes. Ultimately, there is nothing. It's only all illusion. And that which you are is the unchanging background underneath it all. It doesn't know anything about this illusion anyway. Because if it did, there would be two. There would be something separate from it, and there isn't. Okay? So ultimately, nothing happens here. But while you think something is happening, and while you think you're a human being and you're having a life, there's a whole lot of stuff to work out. So, what happens when the physical form dies? The, the energy which is thoughts 
that is running, which one of them being you are an individual having a female incarnation and your body is dying. All these thoughts of how reality is perceived to the personal eye. Sometimes the, the bundle of, it's an energy, it's a ball of energy. Sometimes, so when the body dies, this ball of energy, which is thought, sometimes it stays as one piece, but it will seek resolution. And what will move it forward is the desires that are unfulfilled. That's what will dictate where it goes. Okay, so then this, this ball of energy feels the need to experience form. Yes. Then is it born again into another body? Can do. Wherever the energy pulls, because it's just, it's, just, it's just energy moving, twisting in every version. So it doesn't have to pull into a physical form. It can pull into anything to have the experience. If the experience is, I just want to be, for sure you get into a tree. For sure, it'll just pop into a tree and discover being. Do you see? Yeah. But what happens most often, I have found, is that the ball of energy, very often splinters come off it. So if there was the desire to um, fly in an aeroplane, but you were always too scared, the desire to fly in an aeroplane could easily spin off with some kid who's got a desire to be a pilot. And it would develop his intensity for his desire to be a pilot. So very often it splits. The different pieces of energy, depending on on, you know, the maturity of each desire. Do you know? The intensity and the maturity of each desire. They, they find a way of resolving themselves if they're motivated enough, if they're formed enough. You see? So very often it breaks up. Sometimes it all stays whole. But generally, yeah, bits shoot off. Desires shoot off. And the different desires will find their place. It always seeks resolution. It's always moving. So... Does it, when it has no desire left, yes. what happens? Does it just dissolve? Nothing. It goes back into what, from what it came from. And nothing. Because there's nothing to continue. What does it come from? What, yeah. <clears throat> that which you are. <laughs> and that, that has no form. You can't say, that's it. I feel it. You can't, because it's not separate from what you are. It's too immediate to experience it. Because it's what you are. You see? It's just too immediate. All we can do is point towards it. But you're in it in deep sleep every night. When there's no thoughts running, you're in it. The thoughts can take you away from it. Because it's the natural state. It's absolutely natural. It's always peaceful. It doesn't run desires. It doesn't know about desires. So it doesn't need to be fulfilled. So it's naturally fulfilled. It's calm. It's relaxed. It's, it's got a fullness, an allness about it. There's no sense of loss or gain. And from it comes the universe. From it comes love. From it comes joy. It's not energy. No, it's prior to energy. It's prior to energy. Somehow energy arises from it. S somehow. But that actually is a concept already. The appearance. Yeah, you see, it's a catch-22 here. Yeah, the appearance... Is, is there is energy arising from it. And of course, the energy turns into physical form if it's dense enough, you know. And now we know that there, it's, it's only all space anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, of course, we're getting closer, like, scientifically anyway, you know. Okay, what, what about um, being like um, drawn to certain other people or certain other, is that just a, a, 
you know, some people will all think, you know, reincarnation, you know, some people feel like they've been together and they've yes. gone Yes, yes. Is that, does that happen? Or mm. is, there, yeah. is it our desire that keeps us coming back to this particular other form? Yes. Um, I've seen two things. One is, yeah, I've seen absolutely a recognition of an identity that has passed through lives. One piece, solid bit, that kept going and going and going. Usually craving experience. That's the desire to experience is, is the one that really pulls incarnation, incarnation, incarnation. It's just to experience. Nothing in particular, but just to experience. Now, I've also seen that memory, literally a memory, is just run in through the wrong set of circuits almost the wrong set of circuits. And what we do is we say, oh, I have a memory of a past life. And it's like, wasn't you at all? It was just an isolated memory that just got the ownership. It's my memory. Because we're so used to saying, mine, 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 mine. My thought, my belief, mine. And sometimes memory is just passing by. It's just a flash. And it's like, oh, it must be mine. It must be mine. I was here before. It must be mine. It must be my past life. All about me again. It's wild. Like, the ego will just claim everything, huh? It's just, that's how it works. It's how it works. It's how the story keeps going. Yeah. So, so it can be both. Sometimes it's just it's just memory that's cruising as a thought, but it's got it's kind of like out of time and out of place with this. So we say, oh, there for another time. But you know, time isn't linear. Even the whole thing, it's got cracks everywhere. You know, this matrix, it really has cracks everywhere. You know, let them appear, let them get bigger. Well, add this glimpse into it one time. <laughs> It was really pretty profound, um, and it was, I was walking from the post office back to my job, totally mundane, yeah. not thinking about anything yeah. like yeah. spiritual or cosmic, yeah. and nothing. Sure, like nothing going on. But my mind was, I do remember my mind being very relaxed, which uh -huh. it totally is not, you uh -huh. know, but in this particular case, it was, uh -huh. you know, I really wasn't thinking about anything. That's the key. And I was crossing the street, I was at a stoplight, and there was this gust of wind that literally came like just sweeping around the corner. And I had this moment where I felt my consciousness completely merge with it. Uh -huh. And I just went, like when I came back, and I just went, oh my God, that's what they mean by we're one with everything. Yes. That's it. That I just yes. experienced yes. it. Yes. 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 And it was like, and there was no ego. Yes. There was no yes. time. Yes. There was no sense yes. of time at all. It was yes. just. Yes. Yes. And it blew my mind. Yes. And I just kind of went, I mean, I had to go back to work. But sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting at work and I'm like looking around and I'm like, you guys don't understand. <laughs> the post office next time, not you. That's right. You see the ridiculousness of what we take so seriously, don't you? Yeah, yeah. This play. How do we take it so seriously? How do they get caught up in this? Yeah, yeah. So, one little thing. In that experience, that's what is. But mind makes it an experience because in some way it kind of feels, I have to integrate this in order to be able to function. Now you don't have to integrate it and you don't have to function. It will happen. It will happen. So in mind, 
kind of working it out and seeing it as an experience, because that's the usual category, you know, it, it was an experience. In seeing it as an experience, mind will say, that's the all one. Now, if there was no time and no space, there wasn't even one there. But mind will say, it's the all one. So, because when we make an experience, we lose something. We go back into the phenomenal world. So, so you kind of got both. But when you went outside of time and space and saw all for what it was, just a big swirl, do you know? Yes, no, there's nothing. There's nothing. It really, yeah, there really was no emotion. No, there's no. But it's complete and still. And there's no time, there's no space. You described it beautifully. Yeah. And that's the natural state. That's when your mind was relaxed, you were thinking about nothing in particular. That's the criteria. Yeah. So, in the all is one, take the one away. Uh, you know, I understand it, and you know, I, I do. I get it, but it's also like it's a process. I mean, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's like a because you're always kind of coming back. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And then, it, and then you're like, no, that's not it. That's no, it. It's a concept. That's it. That's it. That's it. Kind of pull and tug. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. As long as the eye is a, a thought that's believed, there'll be that pull. As long as you still believe it. Yeah, great. <laughs> That's the natural state. It's just simple and everything is just... It's kind of impossible to take things seriously, but yet not in a disrespectful way. It's just like, this is just the play, you know, and it's just the play. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lightness about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the acceptance of the natural state... Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Um, Sometimes my vocabulary doesn't know because... Yeah, it's, it's a word. We always have that word problem. Yeah, so let's, so let's bandy around it and see. It's just, just very, very often. Uh-huh. Having this experience, total peaceful, normal, it was... Yours or this lady's? No, oh, this, this lady's, lady. okay. It's a lady's expression right. and she had no fears at all. Totally natural. It was totally acceptable thing that that happened. That would lead me to believe that that state will become more prevalent in your life. You see, the trouble is, the one who's accepting it will stop the experience. Because now you're doing something about it, so the eye is active. Yeah, well, well that's, that's the help of planning it over. Right? Okay, yeah, alright. Right. Right. Okay. The, the acceptance, um, well, we'll put it another way, it just is. Yes. Okay, so yes. when you're in that, and this happens, it just is. Yes. So the next day you go out to the post office, or down to the, or, or you're sitting in the house, and it happens again, and there's a recognition, it just is. Yes. That's your natural state. Yes. It just is. Yes. Um, then the thought process will fall away, and all your life can become just is. Yes. That's right. That, that's right. right. Okay. That's right. All right. That's right. That's how it is. Okay. Did you want to start? No. Okay.
back of your book that you used to do energy work and that you um, do chakra work and that you see auras and that kind of thing. How, where does that fit into the picture? Of it's the useless. <laughs> it was just a distraction. Just another distraction. Just something I got caught up in because I thought it was fascinating and that I could help others. And, and it was totally a distraction. Well, it seemed a part of that time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was full of value and purpose and all those things at the time because there was an I who was connected to right. having value and having a purpose and good in the world and whatever else, you know. No, distraction. I would say distraction. And I would now say keep out of the new age. Keep out of it. Let it get simple. Be ordinary. Stick with the mundane. Do a regular job. Keep a house. Nothing fancy. It's an inside job. I'm, uh, I'm, first of all, it's great to have you here. Thank you. Ah, oh, very good. It's just to record it in case you want it after. Oh, okay. That's why. It doesn't have amplification skills yet. And, uh, and uh, I, I came, so excited to be here actually. Um, I'm an Alexander Technique teacher as well as a musician. And what you just said struck a chord in me because uh, typically I, I see tension in other people's movements. And I know there's resistance there. And I've learned a lot myself about who I am through that resistance. And I'm a musician. I teach percussion at a, a university. And it's helping me become a better performer. And I love what I do. And, and now I have uh, a low-grade uh, irritation or resistance back there. Thinking that that's not it either. Ah, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, and that, that's what has, has brought me here. It was such a real pull to, to come here. And, and I look forward to seeing you in Nashville. Oh, great, yeah. Um, and I still love what I do, and I, I, and, and I enjoy being with my students, and you know, the, the approach I have is different. It's more about becoming aware of how attention, body attention, and who they are. Um, there's something else. You know, there's something else. There's something else, isn't there? Yep. And that's what fascinates me, and I'm just intrigued, and I, I, I'm giddy of Yes, yes, yes. That's all I want to Fantastic. <laughs> Happy days. That's great. That's great, yeah. That's he, great. He mentioned music. Uh -huh. is, is music like art sort of a portal into this, yes. into that experience? Can be, can be. There's cracks. Leonard Cohen, you know, there's a crack in everything, and that's how the light gets in. And that's what he's talking about. There's these portals everywhere. You know, and, and creating from that, like, you, you know, if you, if, if, if you are a musician or an artist or if you do something creative, it's when your mind isn't involved at all and you're like, wow, that's beautiful. That's when, that's when the portals are created, you know? Because the mind wasn't, I should do this. It's not calculated. It's not owned and all that business isn't in there. So without the ego layer of mind managing and controlling and basically being an obstacle, that which comes out, of course it's a portal. Of course, because it doesn't have this layer. 
So the viewer can either hit the, oh, they're trying to say this, they're trying to say that, or, oh, I don't understand it, but wow. And that happens. You see? Yeah, oh, art has like with running. Or, yes, or any running. Getting into the zone, so to yes. speak. Yes, yes, long distance running will do it for you. Long distance running will do it for you. Yeah, I've experienced that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, like a juke, a no mind something is, yeah, there's a no mind space, huh? And it's, it's kind of harmonious or something. Yes. Uh, it's hard to describe. Yes. But it feels good. Man, yeah, I think we're all wanting to go back to it. Yes. It's in loads of aspects of life, you know? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So recognize where it has residence for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Because the more space, like, you, 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 if you are running and, and you're like, oh, I'm going to get into that zone, it won't happen. It won't happen. You have to just surrender. You have to. And if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you've got to stop trying to controlling it. And right. then it, it might, you know? Right. So... You can create environments for that to happen and then let go. Then take your hand off the steering wheel, you know? Um, and so it's the same with meditation, it's the same with spiritual practice or, you know, observing your thoughts. But if grace brings you into the state of no mind, you can't do that. You can't bring your mind into no mind. But you can bring it to the observer. You can bring it to the place of no preferences. And, and that which you came out of is going to pull you back anyway. That's what this is about. That's what this giggle is about. You know, what your arm is putting you home and there's, oh, there's a lightness in it. You know? Yeah. The trouble is we can't control it because the controlling faculty is the very problem. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? So, when our physical self dies, that's what we go back to. Uh, if, if there are desires that seek resolution or if experiencing is wants to continue, you continue. Mm-hmm. But if truly there is a like, it just feels done. It's not like I want out. I want out of the desire. That will surely bring you back. But, but the, the, you know, it's just all over. It's just, it's just a show. It's all over. Mm-hmm. That kind of surrender. Generally, there's nothing dissolving into the nothingness. Generally, that's what happens there. Even the belief that the world needs help will bring you back. Even that will bring you back. Yeah, yeah. That will bring you back. Um, your previous communication with animals and that kind of thing—is it the same for them? Do they? Are they on that same? Some. Most are just kind of thick. You know, they're just thick. You know. Just, just nothing much going on. Just like whatever's happening right now, and uh, all that grass is nice. You know, <laughs> a cow like simple. <laughs> so, but uh, some, some have the the ability to to see difference and to make decisions. Some do. Good few birds, good few species of dogs. But I have to say, dolphins definitely are just cleanly know what it's about. They just know what it's about. Like, they're just like, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? You think you're going to get something from swimming from us? Just stop thinking, you know? They have it, like, they have it. They're not bothered. Hmm. When I was on, on my, you know, doing, doing that kind of stuff, 
there were some dolphins around Ireland, which is rare enough because it's kind of cold. Um, and I ended up swimming with a dolphin, you know, just a sheer fluke. And I was like, oh God, you know, I, w- I wonder now will, will something be said. Or, let's see, I'll say nothing. Let's just see what happens, you know. And then one of them turned to the other and said, I'm hungry, I'm going off. You see? And I said, yeah. And I said, no, no, stop, stop, stop. Can't you see that we're all swimming around you? We're all trying to lift our consciousness. And so, you know, like, I really couldn't be bothered. I'm hungry. And that's your thinking. And you can stay thinking that if you want. I'm hungry. See ya. And they went off. And I was like, but there's work to be done. That's your next thought now, is it? That's your next thought. And off you went, you know. I was like, <laughs> You know, and it, it took some time before I thought, God, he's right. But I just thought he was just not caring. I read it in another way. Because my belief was so solid that I had something to gain here and I needed help. That was so solid that, that, that I thought he was being indifferent. But sure, he was... Absolutely there, like, absolutely clearly saw what was at play. Do you know? But I, I, I didn't find any other animal or fish or bird or anything that ever had the clarity of a dolphin, I have to say. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't buy the dolphin story at all, like, but, but experiences taught me, yeah, there's dolphins have it, yeah. Uh, dolphins have it. Of the animals I've come across, you know, I mean, there's loads of them. I don't even know what they look like. The world is a vast place. You know? mm. A lot of birds know what it's about. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. But most are like most people, just stuck in life, and and my life is the world, and that's it. And yeah. the cracks haven't appeared yet. Just like people, you know. Dogs, for example, or like perhaps spirit guides or something like that. Because a lot of times, if you're really in sync with your dog, it can look at you and just absolutely you know that it knows that's right who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and they yeah, get yeah. that intuitive ability. To yeah, yeah. when you're feeling sad or yeah. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of dogs are quite human. Very. But do they know what is beyond? Usually not. They're stuck in the in the human thing, you know, oh, okay. you see, mm-hmm. where guides are stuck also. Oh. Do you know what I mean? That it's about helping each other and da 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 da, you know? Yeah, yeah, some yeah. people seem really, really yeah, yeah. bought into that. Yeah, they're not stuck in the limitation of mind, guides and dogs, you know, guide dogs. <laughs> you know, they're not stuck in the limitation. You know, they know that, yeah, dog's body, but, 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 but still I can talk to you. You know, a dog would do that, you know? Um, and so with guides, you know, it's like nobody, but uh, you need help. So the, ro- the belief in separation is running in both. And that's the blip. That's the suffering one, the belief in separation. You see? It's all out there, really. You know, it's just all one big magical thing. The form isn't so important, is it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's just bundles of thoughts, you know? Just see through them. They're just for fun. They're just to enable you to experience. That's all. Just to enable you to experience. It really is a lot more simple than we think. Yes! Yes! 
Yes, it's very simple. This will make it a project. Something to work out, something to do, something to go. Yeah, it's much more simple. It's immediate. Like it's, it's before any doing. It's prior to that. Any concept, and it's prior to all of that. So it must be simple. It must be accessible to all. It's the origin of all. It's, it's got to be simple and clean, you know, in some way. Yeah. So let it get simple, huh? Pay it right down. So, you think the thoughts for, like as a child, I remember sitting on a, a tree stump in a stillness setting and watching a bumblebee and, and could actually see, you know, the little wings flying. And as life goes on, you know, it has gone on in every condition, you know, the thoughts and all the things. Those simple things aren't as easy to see anymore. You know what I mean? Like when you're a kid and things are simple and you don't have all this, I need to work, I need yes. to have this, I need to do that. Things were brighter, clearer, more still. Innocence, huh? Innocence. And not until, I guess, I, I learned some techniques from some you know, people on meditation did I ever find that again mm-hmm. in that space of quiet and stillness? But the, the mind, I was talking to uh, my brother over there, William, about the mind is conditioned over the years of you know, talk, you know, being in school, being with your parents, being with people, to continually roll. And one of the things that I have is every thought that comes to my mind, I speak quickly. You know, I very seldom stop and yeah. think about what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and when you talked about going into samadhi and the stillness and stuff like that, I, there's times where I see that and I feel that and I have in my life. Yes. And it's a yes. beautiful. Yes. Yes. Like but so having fun and talking and being with friends and kicking each other in the ass and talking nonsense. I mean, where's the line at? As as long as experiencing and hanging out with people, as long as that still is doing it for you, samadhi won't pull you. Samadhi won't pull you? No. Experiencing will have a a staleness about it. Ah, That will come. You could kind of take it or leave it. Because the richness of samadhi surpasses it. And that shift will come when the desire to experience becomes less. The experience of samadhi or stillness, nirvana, whatever, whatever the word is, what's the point? There is no point to any of this. There's no point to sitting it. There's no point to any of it. But if experiencing is what does it for you, then experience. What are you going to do? Suppress your your the the the. the the idea that's running, that you're an individual and can have an individual life, enjoy it, huh? Enjoy it. Because it will become not good enough. Right. So enjoy it it's while it's still desire, running. Right? It's that desire. I remember speaking to you one time and you talked about the reach of desire. Or, or it, it'll never be good enough, no matter yes. what. Yes, yes, yes. So what you're saying is go back 
to that space of stillness and back to that smile or back to that childlike innocence. It naturally arises, yeah. And in that love, I remember as a child, I mean, feeling that love, that energy so powerful and so strong, just looking at another human being, the beauty of it, and going, I didn't know what that feeling was, you know? But it was the innocence of not knowing. That love and that seeing the beauty in another. It is, you know, 52 years later, you know, it's it's a different world now. It's a different, because of the conditioned thoughts and how we were conditioned, how I was conditioned growing up. You know, seeing those things. So it's almost like doing a reverse. Yes. Like going back to. Yes. Because as a kid, the conditioning wasn't solid yet. Right. There was, a, go, right? there was another program running. It just wasn't in yet. I see. So the innocence was there. So as, as you go along, as, as you know, you're, you're coming up and you're... We, we talked about this earlier, about the practice and about meditation and about... It's really all for now. I can just let go of it, right? Let go of it all. No, let go, of the, let go of the thought that you exist. Whatever helps you manage your mind, don't give that up. I mean, why would you give that up? Go back to crazy thoughts and unmanaged mind? That's torture, huh? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So whatever helps you to manage your thoughts... You... Whether it's jaffa, meditation, singing, playing drums... Yeah, okay. Okay. If that makes sense to you, then do it. But it's giving you a nice quality of life. One where the mind is a little bit tamed. It gives you a state of mind. We're talking about beyond that. Right. So each one I have a pit Yes, it's a pit stop. It's a pit stop. It's another thing to experience, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's just another thing to experience. But you named it, though, because if, if, if it is now seen, clearly seen, that your mouth is automatic, your mouth is a slave of your mind, you know, that what mind comes up or comes out your mouth, there's a whole area there that ha observation hasn't come in. Your mind is in charge of verbal communication. Your mind is a tool. And you will be its slave until you, you are able to use it efficiently as a tool. So if it's the progressive path and that's the one that's calling you, then you've got to learn how to manage your mind. But the direct path, shoot straight for it. You know? It's not the frequency with which, no, it's not the length of time you spend in no mind, because you can't gauge time. You know how it is. It's just, you don't know, really. It's just the next thing is happening, and you don't know when the last thing was happening, or, you know. It's the frequency with which you stop. Whoa, I'm running a preference. Whoa, there's an I don't like again. Whoa, there's a, you know. It's, it's the frequency with which you see it. That's what's important. Because you can't stay out of a preference, but you can stop the, the, the power supply going to one. You can only do that. Yeah, unplug it, unplug it, unplug it, until it'll drive you nuts, of course. And then it'll find a steady rhythm, you know? But you'll be obsessive about it for a while, and then it'll find a rhythm and you'll kind of get a handle on it, you know? 
And, and you, ah, there we go again. Okay, out of it. Ah, there we go again. You know, and then it might be half an hour before you spot it again. So it's the frequency. It's not, God, I have no space between the last one and this one. It's, this is nuts. Don't worry about that. Don't be worried about that. It's the frequency with which you unplug the power supply of thought, believing the thought, running with the, with the I don't like. I would prefer if. You see? So you are, apparently. <laughs> so I'm sitting here and I'm going, I don't exist. Yes. Neither does this room. Yes. <laughs> yes. These people. Yes. This conversation. Or yes. Chairs and I'm sitting on. Yes. Yes. I'm really trying to like Yes. It's an appearance. As an appearance, it appears real. Do you know what it's like? You go to the movies. There's a big white screen. And then there's this car chase. There's an appearance of a car chase. But, and the car blows up. But the screen doesn't burn. Do you know? But there's an appearance of a fire, and you're really in the movie, and you're watching it, and it's like, whoa, you know, and somebody dies, or whatever. Do you think there really are people? It's just an image. But we plug into it, and we really take it that the movie is real. We go right in there, into the story, and it's just like this. The very same methodology. The very same. This is a movie. That going to the pictures is a movie within a movie. Do you see? So the I thought will make this appearance feel a real movie, a real movie. If the I thought isn't there, this is seen to be a movie, and it flows along beautifully. And somehow your body is part of it, untouched by the fact that it is seen to be a movie. And it's called freedom. Salvation, liberation. But you think your mind would say, No, I'd be half dead. But I tell you, it's freedom. Sonny, <laughs> the religion. The seeds are there, and then this controlling mechanism to corral people or, you know, human ego got in, huh? But if you go back now, you know, and, and read some scriptures, you'll see, oh, every now and then it's here. There's some places that they missed it. <laughs> they didn't take it out, you know? Well, the revisions in the pieces. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The seeds are there, all right, you know. Yeah. You kind of feel it, can't you? Any more questions? Because maybe we could just sit quietly for ten minutes. Will we just sit and we just sit for ten minutes?
And then we'll just see if there's any questions after that. And if it's organically sealing up, then it's sealing up. So, you know, no particular posture. Whatever feels, just drop. Because we imagine, oh, I have to sit up straight to be quiet inside. It's wild, isn't it, you know? <laughs> Gosh, look. Relax your body. Relax on the inside. And dissolve. Just dissolve. 